Welcome to Senior Straight Talk with Phyllis Amon and Rubina Chaudhry. Seniors deserve to have a life with respect, dignity, and fulfillment. But as we transition into elderhood, this doesn't always happen. Join us today as we discuss some of the most important issues that seniors face and provide much needed answers to your questions. Now, here are Phyllis and Rubina. Welcome to Senior Straight Talk, featuring informative conversations for the senior years of our lives. I'm Phyllis Amon, your host, here again with my co-host, Rubina Chaudhry. Our podcast can be heard on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, as well as other popular podcast platforms. Prior to Senior Straight Talk, the show was entitled Voices for Elder Care Advocacy, and those episodes can also be heard on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and podcast platforms please remember to like, click, and share our episodes. In today's show, entitled, Oh, the Places We Will Go, we will be discussing the opportunities and initiatives for both Rubina, President and CEO of Olive Community Services in Fullerton, California, as well as my own recent exciting initiatives. We will begin today's show with the first initiative, which will be a short segment entitled, News and Views in which I will, pre- I will be presenting information on timely news topics that are of interest to seniors, their families, and our community at large. So first I wanna say hi, Rubina. I'm so glad to be here with you again today. Hi, Phyllis, so glad to see you also and to hear you. Oh yes, we should tell that our listeners that we're recording this on Zoom now so we can see each other even though uh, the they only be will be listening to the uh, the podcast recording. It's but, such uh, a it's nice for us. big 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 change so that we can see each other and and connect with each other. Though we are at you know opposite ends of the country. I'm in California. You're on the East Coast. Right, uh, but it's uh, I think it makes for a more fluid conversation. I think it that's what we found, right? Definitely does, yes. Right. Yeah. And then we're not stumbling over each other if we uh, want to <laughs> interrupt or ask a question, right? It kind of flows right. a little more naturally. We kind of wave at each other and give each other signals, right? Hey, I like that. I like that. Anyway, okay. I'm going to start today with our news and views. Go for it. Okay. So according to a report from Seema Verma, the director of Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, there will be a plan for COVID-19 vaccines to be available free of charge to all senior citizens. The Department of Health and Human Services is expected to provide more information on this plan by the end of October. It was stated that Congress wants to ensure that all Medicare beneficiaries have the opportunity to receive a vaccine free of charge, which would also include any cost for a vaccine that would have two doses. A joint statement was issued from the Department of Health and Human Services and the Department of Defense, indicating that the federal government has finalized agreements with Walgreens and CVS to distribute a COVID-19 vaccine at no charge to residents of nursing homes, assisted living communities, residential care and adult care homes when it's developed. Starting October 19th, nursing home operators can opt into the no charge program through the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's National Health Care Safety Network, choosing either CVS or Walgreens as their vaccination partner. CVS and Walgreens will then bill Medicare, Medicaid, and private insurance plans to cover the cost of administration of the vaccine. Nursing home operators who choose not to opt into the program with Walgreens and CVS as their vaccine partners can use their own vaccine distribution partners. However, Mark Parkinson, the president and CEO of the American Healthcare Association, which consists mainly of for-profit nursing homes, encourage providers to take advantage of the federal government program as soon as possible. Our next item is based on an uh, an article in McKnight Senior Living News. The Department of Labor has cited two assisted living communities among 37 other businesses for COVID-19 violations. This has resulted in the Occupational Health and Safety Administration 
proposing fines of up to $484,000 against mostly healthcare companies and senior living communities in six states, Connecticut, Georgia, Indiana, New Jersey, New York, and Texas. These violations include failure to provide training in using respirators or personal protective equipment and failure to report injuries, illnesses, or fatalities. One of the assisted living communities mentioned is Arbor Management Services in Atlanta, Georgia, which operates Arbor Company Senior Living. They face a fine of over $13,000 for a violation related to respiratory protection. The violation in question is that Arbor Terrace at Cascade did not have a written respiratory program with specific procedures in place regarding employee training and use of these procedures. Arbor Terrace is expected to appeal. Care One at Livingston Assisted Living in Livingston, New Jersey was the other assisted living community mentioned in the article. The violations at Care One involved failure to provide medical evaluation for using a respirator, appropriate respiratory fit training, and proper use of the respirator. Care One considers this to be a technical violation and has indicated it was for a failure in only one instance of inadequate training in using N95 masks. So my experience in nursing homes is that while sometimes violation fines are applied for deficiencies of an egregious nature, and oftentimes egregious deficiencies are also missed, there are also fines applied for offenses that are isolated occurrences or are somewhat minor in nature. In the situation related to training for use of PPE and respirators, I can say that of the six long-term care homes in which I worked in New York when it was a hotspot for the virus, I was never trained in use of putting on or removing personal protective mm. equipment or N95 masks. And in addition of my colleagues working in many more of these homes, none of them received any training. That is quite enlightening, Phyllis. Thank you very much for, for bringing that news to us. Um, thank you so much. Thank I mean, you. It, it, uh, um, I think it's good news that our seniors uh, will not have to have any out-of-pocket costs for a vaccine. Mm -hmm. That should give people some peace of mind. Exactly. And, and this is good that uh, uh, that it's being planned, that the right. process to, you know, to disseminate the, uh, the vaccine is being planned. But the, our topic today for the show is all the places we'll go. We'd love right. to talk about what's happening with the vaccine. But this is a great initiative, Phyllis. Thank you very much. And this is definitely going to add the additional value to the information that we bring already to our listeners. So that's one initiative, okay? We, we have so, so many initiatives and let's uh, let's talk, take a look at the, the, the second one. initiative that we're both a part of, the right, channel. absolutely. Yeah, do you wanna talk a little bit about the taking sure. care of mom and dad in the during the pan pandemic panel? Yes, so actually on our last show, I mentioned it when we were uh, having mm -hmm. a conversation with Jack York and Francis Jacum, uh, that was our last show. So I made mention of this on October 28th from noon to 1.30 p.m., that's Eastern time. Uh, you and I are participating in a panel called Taking Care of Mom and Dad During the Pandemic. Um, our other featured panelists, which I'm, I'm glad to tell the listeners about is Dan Cohen, founder of Music and Memory. Uh, Jack York, who is co-founder of IN2L, that wonderful uh, person-centered and engagement technology um, company. And then Colin Healy, who's a certified aging in place architect. I've known Colin for a couple of years now, and uh, he's really terrific. And we did have him on the show a long time ago, I think, um, when it was Voices for Elder Care Advocacy, as we did Jack York. Right, definitely. And Dan Cohen, actually. Yes, actually, you know, it's amazing the relationships that we're making. And you mentioned Jack York. You know, Olive has a relationship with Jack York and a technology project that we will talk when we're talking about uh, Olive initiatives. Okay, so that's, so that's the second initiative. 
So what's well, the I, I just, if you let me interrupt, sure. if you don't mind for a moment, sure. I just wanted to tell the listeners a little bit about what the uh, panel is about. Sure. So it's, um, you know, caring for our aging parents is difficult under normal circumstances. And uh, during the pandemic, the challenges have multiplied exponentially. Remote care is uh, complicated by travel restrictions. People are adopting to you know, uh, FaceTime visits, uh, the Zoom world, that's another thing. Um, you know, risking COVID-19 infec infection is making care decisions more difficult, causes, you know, guilt in certain situations, or you can't visit your, your older loved ones. There are legal and financial issues, um, you know, concerns about nursing homes. So, I, you know, I want the listeners to know that they can find information about the panel that we're involved in. Uh, it's on my website. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure you have it on yours. Yes, it, I believe it has been published in the uh, Olive Bites newsletter as well. Right. And we will again publish it uh, in our weekly newsletter. Right. And I also have it on LinkedIn. I know mm -hmm. the... Uh, National Council for Certified Dementia Practitioners has put it out on their social media outlets. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, our other panel partners have done that as well. And it will be on boomersway.club, uh, which is uh, if people go to that website, they will be able to see it probably towards the end of the week. They have a, another initiative of mine on their uh, calendar for uh -huh. this week. Uh, we'll talk about that moving forward. Okay. So I hope that people will... Uh, look up the uh, panel on taking care of mom and dad during the pandemic. Again, it's on October 28th from noon to 1.30. It's free of charge and uh, they can register right from that invitation page. And we hope they'll tune in and um, be part of the panel. It's There's going to be opportunity for question and answer. So uh, there are a number of people that they could ask questions of. Uh, we'll, we'll look forward to that. I'm definitely looking forward to learning as well as participating in the, yes, it's in going the panel. To be really terrific. And I want to say that what you bring to that panel, uh, as I always say, is important for listeners to know is you are an adult child of a, of a parent living far away and you're a caregiver and have gone through many of these stages. So you add tremendous knowledge and insight uh, as well as uh, emotion so that people can get a firsthand uh, feeling of the experience that you've gone through. Uh, definitely, definitely. Still in the middle of it. Not a day or a week goes by by when there isn't new thought, uh, new uh, process obstacle, uh, new emotion. Uh, and all that it's it's very much there and i'm i'm looking forward to sharing uh sharing okay so uh, there, uh you know that it's going to be great so please listeners everybody october 28th 12 to 1 30 eastern 9 to 10 30 pacific and look at um you know our social media and our uh, different outreach methods that phyllis just mentioned uh for sign sign in uh, sign in information and you do need to sign in to be able to participate uh, right to uh, register yeah, registration right. is registration is free but you have to sign right uh, now there will be a replay a link that will go out so even if people register and they can't participate things come up for people all this time there right. certainly will be a replay that they'll be able to uh, receive great okay that's good okay initiative next initiative Okay. Yeah, this is uh, this is a big one. Just recently, both of us attended this uh, course, week long course. You know, several days. Was it a week or three days or something? It I, seemed I, like I, a long I time. Remember. It, it seemed like a long, a long stretch. It's one of on, Robin's uh, presentations, which go on for quite some time. So. Exactly on how to offer design and offer online courses. Right. So we've taken the step and uh, Phyllis has designed and uploaded first course. So right. Phyllis, how would you introduce the first oh online my course? How do I introduce it? Well, it was quite a process. 
I learned a lot along the way, and I'm sure it will come in handy moving forward with the other presentations mm -hmm. that I have coming up in the next few weeks, actually. But the name of the course is Resilience Toolbox Secrets and Unlocking the Way to Overcome Burnout, Stress, and Overwhelm. Um, you know, it's what to do when you're feeling stretched and stressed and fatigued. Mm -hmm. I, I wrote the course initially with healthcare workers and caregivers in mind. Being a person who worked in nursing homes during COVID and they're wearing all that PPE and everyone was so stressed and burned out about the virus and also the secondary effects of wearing all that PPE. It was, it was very, very debilitating. And um, I had a trademark, this word empathy. I had written an ebook and some articles on it, you know, to talk about self-care, self-kindness and self-compassion. And I started using some of these techniques myself and colleagues, I guess, started noticing that I was doing better. They started asking me what I was doing to help myself. I started giving them tips here and there. And then I realized, well, there's a whole world of people who are feeling mm -hmm. the same way. And what can I do? And it coincided with us watching this course. And, um, and so I, I uh, created this course, Resilience Toolbox Secrets. It has seven modules and, um, you know, just to give people an idea, it talks about what resilience is, self-neglect and self-care, self-criticism, self-compassion, kindness, mindfulness, breathing and relaxation. It, it's, um, you know, people can go through it at their own pace and um, it has quite a bit of information, but in it, I, I think that there's something that somebody can find to help themselves amongst all of these techniques, um, even if there's one takeaway. But it does take work. It takes discipline. Um, you know, Rubina, we, you and I have talked about how you can use some of these techniques when you're feeling. I, and I, I am practicing some of, of them. Mm -hmm. Right. So where, where do listeners access? If someone's interested, how do they participate in it? And is there a fee? And what is it? Yes. So the course is one hundred and forty seven dollars. Okay. And uh, for these seven modules, the course runs about two and a half hours. But of course, people are not going to watch it for two and a half hours. I actually recommend that they do one module, um, you know, one module, maybe every few days or once a week to see if the techniques in that module feel right for them. They should try them on for size in a way, you know, and um but there, there's no extra equipment required. You know, a person just needs themselves and, and the... And where, where do the people go to find it? So Mastermind.com? No. Well, it is on there, but uh, the link to it can be found on my website, okay. www.phyllisamonassociates.com. Uh, they can also find it on boomersway.club. That's B-O-O-M-E-R-S-W-A-Y.club. And um, it is also going to be on other outlets. I believe Voice America is also going to, um, you know, mm -hmm. be putting it uh, someplace on their on their on the show our show page or, or on their um, pages uh -huh. to promote it. Uh, so many people really need resilience right now. Bounce back from the, you know, the ability oh, to bounce back from what we're all experiencing. It's it, this is a very very difficult time. Indeed, indeed. Okay, so should we talk about the next uh, seg next segment or next initiative, or should we take a break and come back for the next initiative? Uh, no, Where we are have, we in? We have we have some time. Okay, um, so what's the next? Uh, well, this is my this is my favorite seg initiative. <laughs> this is okay. your favorite one, huh? Well, this it, is my I favorite. It became mine today. Um, I mean, you. Uh, I mean, I just. I mean, I. You can see me smiling, but I don't I know can. if people listening will be able to hear me smiling. We can hear you smile. Yes, because uh, so uh, it's my latest book, my third book. It's entitled "Dignity and Respect: Are Our Aging Parents Getting What They Deserve?" It should be out in about three or four weeks. I'm still going through the editing process. I'm very proud of this book. Some of the information in this book has been in other books or articles that I've written. I've written several articles over the past several months. Uh, 
Some of them have been in uh, McKnight's Long-Term Care News. A couple of others have been in the newsletter for the National and International Council of Certified Dementia Practitioners. Um, but, um, and I've gotten some wonderful testimonials uh, for the book, but today, just today, I received the foreword for the book, which was written, is written by Dr. Bill Thomas. Amazing. I, I mean, I read it to you. and Yes, uh, you did. Just before we started this show. Very moving. I, I yes. really don't know what to say. I mean, even talking about it, I am um, just beside myself in how beautiful it is, how uh, his... I mean, he's, he's so brilliant and, um, you know, he's insightful. He's insightful. And, and I think uh, he is, he is right in his assessment that, uh, uh, that you are a trailblazer and uh, you have to just believe it <laughs> we, and I'll keep on working on it. You have to believe it. Um, right. But not, I, uh, not any person can turn out three books and a course and all the other things you do. So. Well, that's true. And um, not everyone can get Bill Thomas to write a forward, um, as it turns out. Um, uh, and I'm very, very thankful to Jack York, who introduced me to Bill Thomas when he heard that I wanted to meet him or speak with him he he just without hesitation said he would introduce me to him and that's how it all started it's about we all talk about connections oh and the places we'll go we'll go oh and the places so, we will go i mean i am just beyond thrilled and excited um and and glad that i will be able to bring you know my visions my insights about caring for our elder citizens. Um, the book starts really at the point of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's interesting that, that our, um, my first news uh, segment what had to do with the pandemic. I didn't even make this connection really until now as I'm speaking, but the book starts at the point of the pandemic of my experiences in nursing homes mm -hmm. and what that was like for healthcare workers, for residents, for families, I'm talking about it from an on the ground inside perspective. Right. You know, it's it's one thing to hear people uh, talk about it. It's another thing to, um, you know, hear it from somebody who actually worked there during that period of time. Right. No, that's it, very, very true. It was a difficult, it was a very difficult time. So I'm very, um, very proud. Obviously, the book has three parts and it goes through different things, talks about leadership, and it ends up talking about how we think about elder citizens in terms of our attitudes, the language we use, um, how it not only um, is from people who speak about older people, but how it affects older people from the time that we're young. Mm -hmm. it's, it's reinforced right. in our minds and in our beings what being older is about. And you and I actually- We met. Been, uh, yes, and we've been um, debating um, on whether we were going to um, go forward with this, uh, embracing uh, the signs of aging, which include gray hair. Right, right. Uh -huh. And uh, last week when we had Francis Jockham, I loved what he said about his view of gray hair. Mm -hmm. it, he, uh, the metaphor he used was magistrates who, who put on a, a white wig and that is supposed mm -hmm. to show their wisdom. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting that they chose that even back in the day. That kind of is interesting. I, the more I reflected on it. Uh -huh. uh, so you and I have um, had, had this uh, discussion about whether we were going to do that. And we wondered if it's uh, the fact that that maybe you decide not to do that. Is it because inside of us, we're so accustomed to the idea that we really should be taking away the gray and we don't like how it looks? Is that just reinforced or do we really just not like it? I haven't decided that myself. I, I've come to the decision that, um, well, I love my red hair and I, I, I think I'm a, I feel good being a redhead. Well, do I really feel good about that or is it about 
covering the gray. So I think a lot goes into that. I would be interested to hear people's viewpoints on that. And that's true. And uh, as you said, we did talk uh, talk last week. And uh, I've since decided that I like my hair uh, colored to, oh, okay. to its color. And uh, it just not for any other reasons that you're, I mean, you're analyzing it. I didn't analyze it. I just, uh, I think I said, you know, it, it, it feels good. I didn't go into any of the ageisms or anything like that, just because it felt good. But uh, this is, this is really, really great, great stuff. And I just want to share with the, with the listeners that Phyllis second book, Overdue Quality Care for uh, Our Older citizens. Elder citizens. Elder citizens. Overdue quality care for elder citizens. Yes. That is still available. And that's the book that brought us together. And and I read it and I I have this one in draft form, but I'm going to wait until it comes out and in hardcover. And I want my copy and I want to read it then and uh, build up the excitement leading up to it. So, Phyllis, thank you very, very much. And we will now take a break. And this is uh, Senior Straight Talk on Voice America Empowerment Channel. And we will return shortly. Phyllis Amon, owner of Phyllis Amon Associates, provides strategic solutions to families seeking care for their loved ones and coaches them to become more effective advocates. Her expertise comes from working in over 45 nursing homes. Phyllis, known for her passion, empathy, high-quality care standards, and quality life for older adults, is an experienced educator, speaker, and trainer. She's bridged the gap from healthcare to public and private sector businesses on topics from communication, caregiving, empathy, and novel approaches to team building and leadership. Rubina Chaudhry is president and founder of Mars Services, an engineering management consulting firm, as well as founder and president of all of Community Services, a 501c3 providing support services to seniors, families, and the community. Olive's Live, Learn, and Thrive programs engage seniors physically, mentally, and socially. Rubina's passion for seniors stems from her experiences as an only child, living miles away from her aging parents who are over 90 years of age. She understands the issues and decisions caregiver's face. Visit olivecs.org for further information. You are tuned in to Senior Straight Talk with Phyllis Amon and Rubina Chaudhry. If you'd like to leave us a question or comment about our program, please feel free to email the hosts at phyllis at seniorstraighttalk.com. Now back to Senior Straight Talk. Welcome back to Senior Straight Talk. Uh, We're having a wonderful conversation about our latest initiatives. We went through a few of them uh, in the first segment. We we did our little news and views introduction. Uh, We talked about the panel that Rubina and I are participating in on October 28th. I talked about my course, Resilience Toolbox Secrets, and my upcoming book. Dignity and Respect, Are Aging Parents Getting What They Deserve? And now it's time to talk about Rubina's initiatives, which I'm so happy to ask her about, uh, Rubina's initiatives with all of community services. So where do you want to begin, Rubina? Hey, all the places we'll go. Right. Oh, you know, could we have imagined it, but two years ago when we met about that we would be at, at this point? No, and I think, the beauty is that we are open uh, to walking this uh, this journey. Uh, Olive has many initiatives that are coming up and some that are now um, matured and they're running into programs. And we are very happy to have you as uh, one of our advisory board members, Phyllis. And I want to thank you very much because you bring a lot of, lot of insight. And, uh, and advice. <laughs> And advice, yes. Yeah. But that's what an advisory board member is, advice. <laughs> Sometimes it's better than others, but nevertheless, it's advice. Hey, advice is advice. You know, we put everything in a, in place and then we churn it all up and outcomes what's meant to be. Correct. I yes. agree. Yes, outcomes what's meant to be. So Olive has um, 
as I said, so many initiatives. And one of our significant initiatives that I'm very excited about is our walkathon, which we will have in November. You know, part of helping seniors is keeping them mobile, keeping them active, helping them overcome loneliness, isolation, all those things. And we're upcoming to our, you know, uh, annual vision luncheon, which is usually in December. Normally we have it, um, you know, in person, which you've been present at, uh, at. But this time that's going to be virtual. So we said, you know, how could we get people involved? And then the topic of walkathon and telethon, all those things came up. And we decided, and you know, and I know, walking one day does not make a habit. Absolutely not. Walking one day does not make a habit. So we, that is why we have this walkathon for the whole month of December. Oh, sorry, November, November 1 to November 30. We are requesting everybody to walk, you know, 20 minutes a day at the time that they, that is good for them. And hopefully outside for those where where the weather allows. Uh, But if the weather doesn't allow, people can walk inside too. You know, we can get off of our sofas and walk within our house for 20 minutes. It's it's being active. It's being mobile. Can I ask a question about that? Sure. Because I'm trying to, um, you know, I have um, a flight of steps in my house. Right. I, I can include going up and down the steps. Definitely, definitely you can. Yeah, you can and when I that. do it, I actually do it two steps as a to- at a time to try and get more exercise for my legs. Definitely. See, the, it's, you know, everybody will be able to do it at their own pace. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and many people will do more than 20 minutes, but we feel that 20 minutes is reasonable. Right. It's not too long. It's not too little. Right. It, it's enough to get your body and your joints uh, moving. And at the same time, we're coming up with this, uh, uh, you know, uh, this software that lets you make teams and have sponsorships, you know, similar to a uh, a walkathon or a spellathon that a school would have. You know, right, it's a, right. it's the same methodology, and we're creating some competition, and we have prizes and uh, and everything. So I'm really, really looking forward to forward to that program, and I'm glad that you're going to participate in it. And I can see you. <laughs> Listeners I, can't see I, you, but I, what's on I your just, mind? I just thought of a prize, right? You, you, it's going to be the entire month of October, right? November. November, I mean, right? Yeah. Well, how about if I offer as, um, as one of the prizes my latest book? Hey, great. Well, that would be, we got it. It's done. It's That's done. Okay. And when we have our vision lunch, then you can give us more. Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask you on that one. Excellent. Got it. I will share it with the committee. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That, and, that and I am being that uh, Dr. Bill Thomas has written the foreword. I think it um, that really is the value of the book. You know, the foreword, foreword is amazing, but the book itself is the diamond. Right. Well, I have treasure. If people wonder how come you wound up uh, reading the manuscript, it's not only for your your opinion and your insights, which I value tremendously, but I wanted to see if you were willing to, after you read the book, write a testimonial for the book. Which I did. And you did. Which I did. Which I did. I'm very appreciative. Happily. And thank you very much for your offer of uh, a book as one of the prizes. So that information will be available probably starting this weekend uh, in two weeks before the event begins and that will be available on all of Olive social media we will share it with you also because we are in this virtual world and we're walking in our own spaces we want to have everybody you know people are talking to their friends and families all over the world so I'm really interested in seeing how much activity, how much mobility we can generate. Oh, that's Um, great. Uh, It's interesting that you started off saying about you can't can't build a habit in in doing something one time. They say it takes 
21 days. It's 21 times. 21 right. days to make right. a habit. Yeah. So, so uh, part of, I just wanted to add, just to go back to the resilience toolbox secret for a moment, it, the, same, the same philosophy applies. It's right. not like you're going to do something one, one time and you're going to feel like you're more resilient. This is a practice that it's a, has to become a habit and you have to incorporate it into your daily life. And it could be something very small that doesn't take more than a few minutes a day. Definitely, definitely. And uh, where our hope is, you know, that people will walk as many days as, you, as we can, hopefully 30, and then they will continue walking. Right. And then come spring, I think we may look at doing another one. You know how you have a habit, you're doing right. good, and then slowly you get slow and slow, and then you need that another infusion. So right. my goal is that we can do two, one in the spring and one in the fall. That sounds like that really do, sounds like a great do, idea. To reinforce, reinforce that habit. So that's a, that planning on that one is coming along really, really well. And as, as I said, it will start on November 1 and run into November 30th. And then the prizes to winners and uh, and all will be announced at the Olive Vision Luncheon, which mm -hmm. is going to be virtual this year. And that's uh, right now planned for December 5th, 11 a.m. to noon uh, Pacific. And uh, we'll be, you know, working more on the theme and the details of it as the as the weeks go by. So that, uh, that event will have um, a keynote as well as... Uh, awards and as well as how Olive has done last year and what's the vision for Olive for, for next year. Thus, this whole package is called Olive Vision 2020. You know, mm -hmm. it starts out with the walkathon and it ends with uh, our vision luncheon, which is also, you know, the awards. Right, uh, because a vision is something moving forward. Vision is something moving forward. So the walkathon and that is, is part of that. And, uh, you know, Phyllis, maybe we should be doing this uh, on listening because you're so anim animated well, and excited. I'm, and I'm, I'm, you know. I'm, I'm just so excited today because yes, I'm just I in, a, in a total other um, state of mind. Uh, it's it started so out nice to see you. That, that uh, forward, I just, it's just, it, it was just such, I can't even say, it may yeah. sound, people listening and saying, oh my God, I'm not really saying a full sentence. Every time I read it, I just get chills and it just, I just put me in like a state of euphoria. So yeah, it, it is. And I'll share it with the listeners that Bill Thomas is one of your idols in this whole yes. sphere of elder care. And, uh, and, and we just had I know I really truly enjoyed meeting him when we had him on the on the show. Uh, so that's the those are the two things that are Olive Vision related, and then following that Olive Vision luncheon TV show, we're planning a weekly. That's going to be online. That's why it's like a TV format. So that's going to be the beginning of. Olive's weekly TV show. And we oh. are still working on its uh, insides, uh, its structure, but it's it's in process and we're hoping to launch it on that day on uh, December 5. So, so here, you know, I mean, who could have imagined that we would be traveling this, uh, this road? Another big issue, initiative we have is really trying to get the seniors to use technology and to connect with their families. And it started, you know, we were always aware of it, but it started with our uh, having Jack York from IN2L. Right. As our, uh, as our, uh, as one speaker on one of our uh, shows, then, uh, uh, then we, started remember you started the gofundme page olive did some fundraising for the tablets right. we're still working on that project right. for olive tablets right. under olive friends and i got tablet from the facility where my mom was and i then i got tablet for my mom ipad for my mom so i'm able to now you know see her on facetime 
And we actually are talking with IN2L for additional initiatives as well. And uh, I'm thinking about the theme for our um, for our vision luncheons. I think it's going to be something related to seniors and technology and oh, connection. Uh, and uh, and Jack, you're likely as a as a, uh, as our guest. Oh, um, awesome! We are beginning that because th this is really the state state of things right now. Correct. That makes uh, you know, sense. Yeah. So when, when you and I met, uh, I don't know if you remember, but I had been talking for quite some time about technology in nursing homes, long-term care settings. I had been on a podcast about a year or so ago, and the gal was telling me how she and her father, who don't can't always visit in person, uh, would... Uh, each have an iPad and when they were holiday times, they would each set up their iPad and set up the same meal for the most part, as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And that's how they would enjoy sometimes Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner or Easter dinner. And I just thought it was such a brilliant idea that I had started talking about doing this for a couple of years. And the interesting thing is it really kind of came to the forefront of the conversations when COVID started. Oh, COVID has really pushed technology forward like none of us could have imagined in all Correct. aspects of life. And just talking about that, you know, I, uh, I of course, talked to my mom on FaceTime. I call the unit and then say, okay, we'll call us on iPad and we will connect you because mom's not able to connect. But I've this weekend I gave the iPad address to three of family members and asked them that if once a, once in a while they could also call her and uh, and talk to talk to her. Uh, so that's really, and I shared with you how emotional it was the first right. time I saw her on FaceTime after a good four months of not having uh, not having seen uh, seen her. So we're very very much you know, bringing technology to the senior. Uh, along the same, same uh, line, a number of us start uh, talk to one of the young volunteers. You know, it's all the places we go, how things start, right? I was talking with one of our board members and she soon whispered, you know, and her daughter came into the screen who didn't start college for another five weeks. You remember? Right. And we asked her, and she's been uh, teaching her aunties how to use the Google Suite. Right, and that's fantastic, which I would still yeah. like to be part of that, because now you're ahead of me. <laughs> well, we'll get you. But and at the same time, we've been approached by college students from USC. We have four, 14 students who are available to be tech support to seniors one-on-one. -on -one. That's terrific. That is amazing. Right. So many people, uh, they want to use technology. Right. And, uh, people think that older people don't want to use technology or they, they can't learn how to use technology. And that's incorrect. That's incorrect. And also, you know, families don't have time or the patience. Right. So these will be, you know, whether it's a cell phone, how to take picture, how to move picture, how to send, right. how everything. So, and we're so blessed. And last week, Friday... A week ago, Friday, we did the volunteer orientation. So I request the listeners, since this is an online program, if you would like to have your personal uh, tech support tutor, please reach out to info at olivecs.org, I-N-F-O at O-L-I-V-E-C-S dot O-R-G, and we will connect you with your personal tech support. I certainly could have used that the past few days because I have called Apple no less than four times. And <laughs> my daughter keeps telling me, why do you keep calling Apple? Uh -huh. I say, because you are not willing to really help me because like you said, sometimes not a family member is a better person to teach you because we it's, it becomes a patience issue it, it or an expectation issue. issue. Mm -hmm. And so I have been calling Apple and got wonderful people on the phone with me 
but it certainly would have been nice if I had somebody huh. who I could who call you could discard or text a personal and... tutor rather than calling some corporate person. Although they were lovely, I each one was more lovely than the one before, and they had a lot of patience. But it would be nice to have a, a that person. Hey, fellas, go to uh, send an email. To okay. info at olivecs.org. I will surely do that. And we will connect you with your own personal tech support. I and, love You know, I'm blessed that I have my corporation tech support. You know, I can call and ask them anytime. But I'm also going to go in this program and ask for my support and learn to do more with my technology, with my iPhone, my iPad and that. So I also will be, will be looking uh, for support and if we have more demand then I will be lower priority you know so you will be higher priority to to get that support so those are those are programs that are coming along well and uh, the other thing that I want to share with the listeners is uh, and I mean these are the new initiatives there but you said earlier that you know COVID really pushed us and, and uh, I mean, I don't even know how to phrase it. Uh, doctors talk about it, you know, it pushed them to use the telemed. Right. You know, and um, I mean, who could have, my engineering company, we're doing engineering work from home. Who could have imagined that you would be doing engineering drawings from home? Right, right, right. right? And on the other side, it's, it's forced us, as in, in Olive, to offer online programming. So we have programs running three days a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday from 11 a.m. to noon Pacific. And everybody from all over is, is invited to, to sign in. Just go to the Olive website and sign in for Olive online programs. And it's, uh, it's amazing how we are able to connect. And the, so far, the response is not what we anticipated, but it's because we've been in the development phase. Right. And the other initiative that Olive has now is as of last week, we've brought on a part-time outreach coordinator. Mm -hmm. Now you can't, when you're building an organization, you have to go through steps. Absolutely. You can't have an outreach coordinator when you don't have the programming to outreach. Right. Absolutely. So, it, so, so we are at the right time. Now we have a an outreach coordinator whose job is going to be to um, to really reach out to people and communicate and take the word out and uh, have people participate and join. And uh, I've been talking a lot, uh, Phyllis. Uh, what uh, what else would I mean? There that doesn't cover all the initiatives that Olive has, um, but it's uh, it's really. It's really mind-boggling. It truly, truly is. As uh, and with the last year at our vision luncheon in 2019, when Phyllis moderated a panel on multi-generational perspectives in in elder care, and I was writing my, I guess you could call state of olive right. presentation, and that's where <clears throat> I was looking for a theme, excuse me. I was looking for a theme and this Dr. Seuss book, all the places will go came to my mind. I remember. <laughs> yeah, so since then, we've been, you know, just enjoying this concept of all the places we will go. And, and look at the places that we've, uh, that we've come since yes. we met. Uh, we've talked about how we met and that, that's a, we've talked about that a few times. It was, it's kind of a chance meeting at a uh, at an event yeah, uh, at a conference yeah. at a conference an entrepreneurial conference and and what i'd like to tell people is that to take advantage of opportunities when they come your way yes uh to be willing to reach out to people mm -hmm. uh just like i i the woman i was sitting next to said i should talk with you because she knew about your olive program and i was talking mm -hmm. about elder care and cultural diversity just like I connected with Jack York from watching a webinar about his technology company and embracing mm -hmm. uh, person-centered technology, 
I reached out to him. And one thing begets another, begets another. And it just goes to show that even uh, at that time, which I don't even remember what month it was, if it was before, just maybe at the beginning of COVID, that that was something through a webinar. That was something I didn't even see. I don't re remember if I saw his face during that I webinar. I think it was in the beginning of uh, COVID the that, very beginning. that you, oh, we, we you had time to sit down and watch webinars. Right. But we, had, we weren't so enculturated into this Zoom mm. uh, process at that point. It was just right. in incipient stages. So it just goes to show I reached out to him that way and look how that's grown and how that's multiplied and the relationships that I've developed through introductions through him and you with him with Olive and you know over the last week I and Tuel and Olive seriously evaluated um, responding to an RFP grant to overcome loneliness for seniors right. I mean, we evaluated and at the end we decided that that this wasn't the right time for us, right. but we will work together. So that's that's a relationship that's formed, right? Uh, and and it will indeed take us uh, take us places. It Absolutely, because loneliness, as most people probably know, is a serious issue for seniors. Not only just now, but it has been for a, quite a long time. And the issue of isolation and loneliness. And the effects of it is equivalent to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Yeah. I don't know that a lot of people are aware of the real effects of isolation and loneliness. In addition, coming from the nursing home space, what I always say to people is people move into a nursing home. They're surrounded by people, but they're really very alone and isolated in many yes. cases, not mm -hmm. only from their families, because they're now moved to a different location. They're from their communities, from their friends, but also they're not engaged in, in, that, in that environment. That's where IN2L's uh, technology is so beneficial, but also because of how nursing homes, traditional nursing homes right. are uh, designed or function, people aren't necessarily engaged in a, fully in the way that would be the most beneficial. So that's why this book and these conversations about how to engage people, how to overcome, recognize isolation and loneliness, how to overcome it, uh, and what the effects of it are, are so important to make people more aware. Yeah, and definitely, you know, it's uh, it's cited as the number one health health risk for the elderly, loneliness, yes. and. Uh, thing is you can be lonely and living with uh, with family members correct it, it it's not only that you're in uh, senior facilities and that so it, it, the loneliness is a real big factor and the other one factor is uh, balance and mobility right keeping that physical strength that mobility for as long as you can so that's why we're actually trying to come from the both the, the social interaction the the being involved and uh, you know we have a lot of initiatives that we're talking about possibility of starting uh, social enterprises where seniors are involved in actually creating things and uh, and marketing under the olive brand uh, and and that would help support you know pay for programming of course these things cost money and that's why partly our, our walkathon is a fundraiser and so is our vision luncheon is a fundraiser uh, to, to help pay for the uh, for the you know programs that we have so those are just some of the initiatives and some at next time next year at this time all the places I will go we will go Absolutely. we can't even imagine right now well, what that might be when uh, I certainly didn't envision of writing another book at this point it just came from uh, something, another series of webinars that I watched. And this gentleman said something about relaunching a book, a second edition, and a light bulb went on. And yes. I said, oh, my goodness, this would be a great thing to do starting from this COVID situation. Uh, I didn't envision. Uh, I had thought about courses before, but I really didn't know where to start. Right. Uh, then I trademarked this word empathy and I wrote uh, some articles and 
an ebook and then the course seemed like the natural progression to try and really help more people exactly so when the opportunities presented themselves an idea uh, you come up with an idea based on that and and if you go with it all the places you will go all the places we will go and we do have another book idea penciled in and when it's right right time is right for it it will be born and that's uh, the multicultural aspects of uh, of senior care and the and the experiences that we, that we have in, in that, that that was my supposed to be my next that book. was supposed yeah. to be your next book but this one came in right. because this this was the time for it absolutely this was the time for it yes before we sign off i just want to remind our listeners where they can find information on all of the initiatives that we've discussed so the first one is the panel uh, that we are participating in on october 28th right 12 to 1 30 eastern and the invitation for that is on my website www.phyllisaymanassociates.com. We will also put that on the Olive website. Okay. So, so people can go to the Olive CS website under events, and I'll ask our web person to put it there. And okay. also, uh, it will be on boomersway.club probably at the end of this week. So they will also be able to find it there. I'm also posting it on LinkedIn and other outlets. Uh, in addition to that, Resilience Toolbox Secrets. I, the link to it is also on my website, www.phyllisaymanassociates.com. I believe the link to your website is on L Olive website under you know okay. uh, relationships. Oh, that's and awesome. I, and I will uh, I will also confirm that, that the link to your website, because we just uh, two weeks ago uh, launched a new website. Oh, so, right. So whenever a new question comes up, I said, let me verify that it's it's happening. Right. And, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll put uh, uh, to, to your... Uh, to the course and to the website. And then it's also on the course is on boomersway.club now. Uh, there, by the way, I just want to reiterate, there are seven modules to the course. There are two bonuses and we are in the process of creating a third bonus with strategic partners for books and downloads for the first Amazing. however number of people that purchase the course. Uh, so that's that. And my book, Dignity and Respect, Are Our Aging Parents Getting What They Deserve, should be out uh, maybe the first or second week in November. Mm -hmm. And of course, it will be on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and all of those places. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. This is truly, truly all the places we will go for all of Olive's programming. Listeners can go to olivecs.org and browse the website and uh, send an email to info at olivecs.org. All programs have their uh, registration and uh, you know pertinent information. But if at any time lost and have a question, just shoot an email to info at olivecs.org and uh, someone will uh, will get back to you and uh, it's it's really really a great time great time and uh, i find that because of covid and us working from home actually it's really catapulted our productivity i i agree because that's how this this book happened that's how this course happened yeah. i probably would not have done that and that is partially uh, what I talk about in this course, I'll just give people a, a glimpse into, into something. We're so busy running around all the time, thinking of all the things that we have to do. We think we're great multitaskers. The reality is we're doing a lot of things and we're really not doing any of them uh, with that kind of yes. creativity and in intensity. So monotasking which would really be the way to go. And I think COVID has brought us into that space where we kind of have no choice but to mm -hmm. just 
quiet our minds. Our environments might be more quiet. Depends on what your environment is. If you're a parent educating your kids at home, it might not right. be. But uh, right. it's forced you to kind of focus a little bit. Yes, yes, it, it definitely, definitely has. And each one of us is in different situations and we're blessed to have the technology and there are many who don't have access to technology. Okay. And that's where we need to, you know, make partnerships and uh, and have initiatives and work and, uh, and each, every one person we help is a blessing. Absolutely. So with that, I think we're going to sign off right now. So I want to say to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to Senior Straight Talk for more informative conversations for the senior years of our lives. We hope you'll join us again for our next episode for more interesting conversation and interesting guests. Please remember to like, click, and share our episodes. And until next time, stay safe, stay well, and stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Senior Straight Talk. Join your hosts, Phyllis Amon and Rubina Chaudhry again soon for another episode on the Voice America Empowerment Channel or your favorite podcast platforms.